This is the most basic and straight shooting NFT podcast out there with one main goal. I want you to win. And welcome to that NFT podcast. I'm your host, Kieran Headley. And today we're going to be speaking about in a very succinct way, how to buy your very first NFT. All right. Now this can be a very daunting thing. We're going to walk through the process step-by-step very simply over audio. Okay. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, by the way, those guys that are listening to the podcast, all right, the YouTube stuff isn't up just yet. I am behind because I've only just signed up to a co-working space. So I have access to fast internet so I can upload the videos so I can send them to my assistant, blah, blah, blah. Right. So all those things, <laughs> all the creative side of things that, um, that we run into on, um, in terms of the issues that can come into play but putting that aside all right um i'll walk through the steps very easily in terms of how to do this now the first thing that you should know is that nfts are the most uh, the riskiest investable asset that it has ever existed all right from my knowledge anyway from my understanding uh, however um as well from my understanding they're also they also have the greatest potential as investable assets because of how much they compound and raise in price. It's insane, right? And that's um, that's due to many things, right? Um, I mean, if you head along to what um, my episode, what are NFTs, and then also how to invest in NFTs, right? Episode one and two, I'd highly suggest going to listen to those first two episodes first before you listen to this episode if you are interested in buying your very first NFT. All right. And for those that have listened to those episodes, we're going to walk through the process of how to go about it. Right. Um, so if you're interested in learning more about scarcity and all that sort of stuff, then um, yeah, you can head along to those. I should say as well, what happened with my rug pull. All right. Now I explained in the most recent episode, what to look for when buying NFTs, episode four, that I uh, had a rug pull, meaning I got into a project, I paid about $300 ish and then boom, Rug pull, meaning the whole project just disappeared, all right? The Twitter accounts got deleted, um, the Discord, they didn't even have a Discord to be honest actually, but the Twitter account got deleted, um, everything on OpenSea, which is the eBay of NFTs for Ethereum, just got deleted, everything just disappeared, couldn't find anything, no traces, nothing. And that's a scary thing, right? Um, you know, these pe- there's some people out there just doing it for a money grab. So they're just trying to get as much money as possible from these processes, from these people, and then they're just, you know, disappearing. Because <laughs> unfortunately that can be the case. However, if you're on OpenSea, the eBay of NFTs, and you know things have that um, assets have a blue check next to them it means that they are verified on OpenSea and to be verified on OpenSea you have to meet certain regulations and certain rules in order to be verified now this is this means that those investing in those blue check um uh not blue chip Okay, not to be mistaken for blue chip. Blue chip means uh, something that has been very, very successful and is a top tier investment. A blue chip might be something like CryptoPunks, Board Ape Yacht Club, right? These are blue chip investments, meaning that, you know, when people bought them for a few hundred bucks, they're now worth millions of dollars. It's, you know, that's, that's what, that's the existence. That's the reality of NFTs at the moment. Quite literally people four years ago bought a crypto punk for a few hundred dollars. And now the cheapest crypto punk you can get is like a minimum of a couple of million dollars. <laughs> um, same with uh, bought at yacht clubs, right? That they minted, meaning they got, um, you could buy them from their source for a few hundred dollars at the start of this year, I think February or March or April or something. And, um, yeah and now they're worth quite literally some of them are worth millions of dollars as well right um yeah in fact um since they came to be they have 
uh, generated over half a billion dollars in trade volume alone. Trade volume, that means in secondary sales, right, sales on OpenSea, there has been over half a billion dollars worth of sales. That is insanity for one project. One, this doesn't include all the other crazy projects that have been going on. So, you know, you get the gist of it. Now, we're not investing in blue chip, we're investing in blue check. <laughs> I'm not going to get you guys to whip out a few million dollars, don't worry about that. Um, yeah, um, now blue check ones, If you um, because they have to meet certain rules and regulations, that means that they're going to be a safe bet, meaning that it's virtually impossible, all right? Not saying it's impossible, right? There's possibilities in real life, right? There's possibilities of people doing fraud in life outside of NFTs, right? It's just the same as in NFTs. It's exactly the same kind of risk. In any investable asset, right? No matter what you get into, there's always possibilities that someone might manipulate the contract in some way that you didn't even know, right? And you're like, oh man, like they found a loophole and they got me, right? These things happen in life every single day. These things can happen on NFTs as well, except it is actually harder. It's actually, um, once they're verified in such a way, it is actually harder, right? Um, however, um, because it's a decentralized system, it does not, it means that if something did happen, I can't exactly go to the police about it. I can't exactly go to my lawyer about it, right? These things, because it's a decentralized platform, it's not owned particularly by a single individual or a single organization, right? Um, I can file a complaint to OpenSea, but they can't really do much about it, right? Because it's a, again, it's a decentralized thing. It's on this Ethereum blockchain, which is a decentralized platform that this stuff has been built. Meaning, and remember what I mentioned in the very first episode, decentralized meaning it's not owned by an individual company or country, right? Organization or anything like that. It's not owned by anything like that. It's decentralized, not centralized, okay? Now, with that being said, these are the steps that I'm going to invite you to take if you want to invest in your first NFT. And then the next episode we do will be, okay, well, what NFTs particularly, right? This is exciting stuff. I love this, right? Which NFTs specifically? Now, if you, this is a great strategy to learn more about NFTs themselves as well and how to learn. This is for you to do, do your own research, right? D-Y-O-R, you'll see a lot of people speaking about NFTs that will say D-Y-O-R, do your own research. And how you can do that very easily is if you go to OpenSea and you search anything, right? We'll search just a random one, which I'm invested in, which is doing really terribly, really terribly. I have no idea if it will do well or not. If it does well, it will do really well, but I don't know if it will do well. That's the that's catch. But it's called same toads, right? So if I go same one word, um, T toads, so T O A D Z, not S. All right. Sorry for those that use the letter Z instead of Z. All right. Speak my language for this one. And uh, you go here, right? They're doing absolutely horrendously, right? Um, but we're still going to it anyway. Now, I'm on um, the same toads, right? Now their floor price is 0.004 Ethereum, which is literally a few dollars. It's so cheap. Um, you know, it's, you're, waste, you're basically wasting money if you just go into it, um, but you might not. <laughs> so who knows? But this one doesn't have a blue check next to it because it hasn't quite met a certain amount of trade volume. 
in order to be re, um, in, to, in order to become an official project labeled by OpenSea. Okay, once it reaches a certain amount of volume traded, right, and OpenSea can see that um, okay, people are very interested in this project. It's clear that they've got they've met these certain standards, and therefore it's a, um, it becomes a verified project, right? Same Toads hasn't quite met that. That doesn't mean that they're going to be a rug pull. In fact, I really doubt it because their mother project or their father project, or whatever what parent project we'll just use, is um, Cryptodes. Cryptodes at the moment, their floor price, all right, now get this. Cryptodes, oh, what? Why isn't it? This isn't coming up. Here we go. Cryptodes by Gremlin. All right, so Cryptodes by Gremlin, currently their floor price is 9.19 Ethereum. How much is that in New Zealand dollars? That's almost that's almost fifty thousand New Zealand dollars right there. For one of them, there's seven thousand of them. Okay, so you can do the math, right? Now, uh, which is yeah, three hundred fifty k. I get that. Um, now, oh sorry, three hundred. Frick, that's like three and a half mil. I mean. Or is that 35 mil? Anyway, I'm not going to do the math in my head right now. I'm not counting the zeros. Um, but essentially, Cryptodes by Gremlin, okay, is the parent project. Now, that same company has released same toads. And usually what happens with parent projects and um, child projects is, say, um, I'll use Galactic Apes Genesis as an example. There's 150 of them. They're at like a 40 ETH floor, which is worth like two hundred to $300,000, right? And... Um, I bought into Galactic Apes, right, which is their child project. So same company, they made um, uh, tokens that mirrored similarly to the official project, but it was just um, basically, um, they were just doing more of them, right? So there's 10,000 Galactic Apes, but there was only 150 crypt, um, uh, Galactic Ape Genesis's, right? Now, I brought into Galactic Apes um, when Galactic Apes Genesis was about 20 ETH. And then as Galactic Apes Genesis went up, right, to about 50 ETH, 40 or 50 ETH floor, because the value of the parent project went up, people perceived, and this is a perception thing, all humans do this, the, percep the perceived value of Galactic Apes themselves, which was 10,000 pieces, also went up. So people started buying them because I saw them as valuable, but also as well because of utility factors and all this other stuff that same Toads is not doing. So, um, yeah, there are, there are a few things that go on there and we'll speak more about all the different things that um, I look for more in depth. You can actually find a baseline of the stuff that I look for if you go to episode four, which is what to look for when buying NFTs. Okay, I highly suggest going to listen to that. Now, uh, with that being said, right, um, there, um, if you see, you know, you can see cryptos and it's got a, it's got a verified collection icon next to it, which is a blue check mark, right? So therefore, it's very unlikely that Same Toes will be a rug pull because their name is representing Same Toes as well, right? So it's not like they're just going to throw away the project. Otherwise, people are going to see cryptos and be like, well, that's a dumb project because they didn't take care of the people that were part of Same Toes and invested in that project. So therefore, you know, people devalue it perceptively. So, you know, it's very unlikely it's going to be a rug pull, but still these things are things that you do want to identify and look for and um, be cautious of. So now let's just say I did want to buy a same toads, all right? Or if you wanted to go really far, right? One of our clients who is um, investing with us, right? Is uh, World of Woman, okay? So um, if you go to World of Woman, right? And you go to floor price, 2.395 Ethereum. 
I'm not going to get you guys to do that either. Don't worry about this. But let's just say hypothetically you had the funds to do so. You went to Water Woman. All right. Now you went down to the, um, what you need to do is if you click on floor price, I click on floor price. And that's exactly, you know, where you sort of see the 2.395. I click on the floor price. Now what happens is it cut, it lists it under the buy now factor, all right, from cheapest through to most expensive. All right, now the cheapest one is 2.395. If I wanted to, I can click on that one, right? It's a lovely lady with purple hair, right? Or blue hair or however you, your color works for you. <laughs> all right, now these are the things that you can look for, right? So every project will have this. If you go onto the, you go onto the project, you can see how many people have viewed that particular NFT itself, that token, how many people have favorited it, all right, who it's owned by even. You can see so many different things. You can see as well price history, right? I can see that um, the 8th of August, the floor price was 1.25 ETH and then the 24th what yeah 20 why is it only showing up to august anyway um and, and the floor price of the 24th of august is 1.35 eth right so you can see it's gone up by 0.1 eth i don't know why it's doing only august it is currently october <laughs> um i have no idea why it's doing that but anyway um, normally you can see more recently more recent price history i have no idea why it's doing that. It's probably based on that particular project product. I mean, it's probably based on the fact that Ward of um, that woman number one five oh one, which is the official um, number that it got minted at or created at. Okay, woman number one five oh one is uh, yeah was purchased at one point at one point two. Yeah, here we go. That's why. Okay, so it was purchased at one point two five ETH two months ago, and then about three weeks later, someone sold it at one point three five ETH, which was silly because that person that bought it at one point three five ETH now has made over an entire ETH. Right now, they've listed it at um, two point three nine five ETH. Right, and it would definitely sell. It will sell very soon because they're trading quite frequently at the moment. Water one now. Um, you can get all this information. The other information you can get about um, the project that you're on is you can go to, if you scroll down on the left-hand side, you'll see, and if you're on your phone, it'll be the same thing. You can see details. Okay, so they'll basically say which contract address is it owned by. Now, contract address is their wallet address, right? So your wallet address, if you go into MetaMask and literally in my top right corner of my Google Chrome, I can go to MetaMask and it will come up at the very top. I see account one, right? I can click on it I can, and it will copy to my clipboard. That's my wallet ID. All right, so that's my contract address as well. So basically it's, um, it's indicating, oh no, wait, oh no, 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 I got that one wrong. Okay, sorry, nope, nope. Um, and this is raw by the way, so I don't actually, um, I don't actually edit this stuff. So I'm happily taking ownership of the fact that I said that wrong. And now you guys know that every time I know I do something wrong, I will call myself out. So I did that wrong. That's incorrect. No, that's not your wallet. Um, the wallet ID is owns it. Sorry, the contract address is the address of that NFT. Okay, so if you click on it, it will take me straight to Etherscan, which is a fantastic um, utility, by the way, because you can go to Etherscan and you can see what's happening with your wallet, right? When money has come in, maybe a month ago, you'd be able to go back and see a transaction. When you spent money, you know, two weeks ago, you'll be able to see that transaction. And then you'll be able to go find, um, you know, exactly the contract address of that particular token. You'll be able to find... Um, uh, what it's doing at the moment, who it's with, you'll be able to find all sorts of things. So I can see right here that um, 
yeah, that um, basically it's just showing me all the activity that's going on with that particular token, which is woman number 1501, all right? So I can see all the activity that's going on right here, right? Now that's what Etherscan does. So that's basically the address of that particular token. You can see the token ID, you can see token standard. Token standard is, okay, well, what, um, uh, what token does it accept in order to purchase, right? So for example, NZD, USD, right? Um, uh, Euros, right? These are, these are tokens, right? Um, in the you know, physical world. Tokens in the, uh, in the crypto world and the blockchain world uh, are gonna be like to the, what sort of token can you utilize? ERC721, that's like the, you know, that's like my NZD or your USD or AUD or whatever. Blockchain, right, which is the underlying chain or decentralized platform that it's on, which is the Ethereum blockchain, okay? So I'm using a ERC721 token, on the Ethereum blockchain to buy a World of Woman number 1501 if I wanted to, which I'm not going to, but I'm gonna show you the process anyway. Now, the other things you can look at is you can go about World of Woman, just gives you a brief rundown. At the bottom of that, there's gonna be like their Twitter, Instagram, Discord, website activity. The Discord is basically just a, if you wanna go and see what the community's like, you click on Discord, download Discord, log into Discord, and you'll be able to go to their Discord particularly and see their announcements. So everything that they're announcing that's up and coming, you can see what's happening in the project. So real cool stuff if you're interested in that stuff. You can also as well see, um, uh, what people are talking about, right? What people are hyped about um, within that particular project and you know, who's buying, who's selling, you can see all sorts of stuff. So lots of cool things you can see in the Discord um, if you're interested in that. Then you can go properties. Now this particular one is actually pretty good. Wow, okay, cool. So you, I can see here clothes, witch dress, 2% have this trait. Hairstyle, curly pony, ponytail, 4% have this trait. Um, you know, facial structures, Marilyn, right? As Marilyn Monroe, I'm assuming, 6% have this trait, right? So you can see that, um, oh, here we go, face accessories, classic av aviator, wow. So you can, oh, eyes, black eye. So you can see that literally one, two, three, four, five, yeah, so five of the property traits out of the nine that are there, five out of the nine, that's really good, have single digit um, uh, aspects to them, meaning they're um, like the, the amount of people, um, the amount of, sorry, tokens that have the classic aviator face accessory, right? Only 4% of all of the 10,000 World of Woman tokens have that trait, making this one like fairly rare actually. And I'm surprised that it's listed at floor. It's definitely gonna sell soon, right? So that's the uh, situation with this water woman. Now, now that you've got an understanding of sort of like, you know, the properties, um, what they're about and that sort of thing, you can understand the project a bit more, right? Now you can either make an offer, all right? Now making an offer means you need to go and, and I don't suggest this, you can do this if you're interested in maybe placing a bet, right? And what you do is when you go make an offer, it will say you don't have enough width. What the heck is width? <laughs> W-E-T-H, meaning wrapped. Ether. Okay, so Ether is a token. In other words, ER um, was it ERC um, seven two one is the token. All right. Now wrapped Ether is essentially the type of Ether or the type of standard that's required. It's like instead of using cash, you have to use credit card, or instead of using credit card, you have to use debit card. All right. So these that's basically what it's doing is it's asking for a different form of payment. So it, um, it means that you just have to transfer it over. Right. It does require a small gas fee. Gas fee is like an exchange fee. It'll probably cost you like you know literally two dollars or maybe five dollars to transfer it over. Okay. Then once you've transferred it over. 
into with all right w-e-t-h you can make an offer with however much with you've um, converted but now with the amount of width that you've converted, you can make as many offers with that amount of width as you want, right? But as soon as, of course, you know, one's bought and then it's used up that width, right? Then all of a sudden, any of the other ones that you've um, sort of made an offer on that are of that amount, and if you don't have that much any more left, then obviously will be, um, you know, it won't work, it won't go through. All right, now also re um, remember this as well. If you convert it over to width, it means that you can't use it as ether. So that means if I say made an offer at 2 ETH, which is, you know, 0.395 under the amount that they're offering as a buy now, and they, um, and they you know, haven't accepted it yet, and I um, it's still just sort of sitting there, and I go and try buy something else that's, you know, maybe 2 ETH or something like that. But now I only have 1 ETH in my wallet because 2 ETH is now in width, you see. So before I had three ETH, two, two is in width and one is in ether. Now I only have one ether to use, but I, so therefore I cannot buy now something else while something is converted to width. So I have to convert it back if I want to use it as that. But this is just an example and you can usually see if you go down to listings and offers, you can see that um, this particular, um, yeah, so this particular person ha um, has had many offers in the last day alone, right? They've, ha they've had an offer at 2.1001, 2.101, 2.15, .2 and 2.2. And you can see it's width, right? So that's, um, that's basically how much they've offered it at. Now, um, you can see the expiration date. You can see how much below the floor price it is, right? You can see all these things, right? Now, this person, if they wanted to, they could accept. I get, um, you know, I get off, I get multiple offers on my Karma Kiwi every day valued at from, you know, $30,000 all the way through to up to $100,000. I get um, offers on that every day, right? Isn't that crazy? All right, now, um, I never accept it because I know the value is going to keep going up and that's way below what it's actually worth. So now, um, those are the that's the whole offer process now i don't do that simply because it's such a timely thing and i'd rather just have the buy now capability of getting it done getting it out of the way and then moving on right um so the buy now is easiest now if you go were to go buy now i click on buy now and um i then go um cool okay cool it's 2.395 eth it gives me the usd amount underneath so us the us dollar amount which is eight thousand three hundred eighty three dollars and 24 cents i go check out because i'm like yep that is so me you can see the royalties as well it says royalties four percent okay now when it says royalties four percent what that's indicating all right is that the um, essentially out of the 2.395 ETH, 4% of that go to the World of Woman project. Okay, so the people that own World of Woman, they get the 4% of the royalties of the trade. All right, now um, that obviously comes out of the traded amount. Now I can see that it's come up with um, uh, the amount that I'm going to pay, which I'm not going to pay. Um, and then I can see estimated gas fee. All right, I, and you can see the I is basically gas fee is the exchange fee um, that you've got to pay, obviously, like I said. And I can see it's 0.016 Ether in terms of the gas fee. And that's a total of 57 US dollars. This will constantly change. If I leave it up here, it's going to change again any moment now. And the reason why it's constantly changing is because the amount of gas that's required or the amount of, of the exchange fee that's required to pay for this thing, right, will fluctuate constantly. All right. Now, with that being said, um, when it's a very, when it, Ethereum is, it, is being busy, right? There's a lot of people on the Ethereum blockchain using it, buying it, trading it, right? All that sort of stuff. The gas price will go up because there's high activity, right? Now, people that um, pay higher gas naturally get priority. So say I 
tried to buy this project product right here. Now it's gone back. Now it's gone up to sixty-two dollars before it was fifty-seven, right? So say I paid sixty-two dollars right of gas, and then someone came in and tried to buy it at the exact same time, but they paid seventy dollars of gas. They would get priority over me, and therefore they would um, get the token, and I would not, right? So if you're in a very um, highly demanded project pay more gas, don't be afraid of it, right? Uh, as so long as you know that it's going to, you know, obviously be worthwhile, right? Um, because if you pay less gas, you're probably not going to get it and you can lose the amount of gas you've just paid. So I could lose that $60, right? Say if I, um, you know, if I was buying at the same time as someone else, I'd lose $60. That's very possible. And that's the unfortunate situation with Ethereum, right? Now, Obviously, I can see total, which is basically the amount, 2.395 plus the gas, and it's 2.411. I can go confirm, which I'm not going to. I'm going to click reject. But you can go confirm and you just follow the um, the steps that are required, right? And it comes up with a, you declined the action in your wallet. I absolutely did. Thank you very much, right? So that's really the steps to take. And then once you've done the purchase and it will basically come up with this swirly thingy mabob in the middle of your screen, leave it, don't don't exit out of it, just wait for it, it'll swirl, 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 swirl. You can exit out of it, it's still processing, it's gonna process anyway whether you exit out or not, but it's just cool to see. And then you can see a, blue, um, a green check come up, cool, your process is done. And then you come back and you click on your icon in the top right corner and go to profile, right? And when you go to your profile, you'll be able to see after some time, it won't instantly show up, sometimes it does, but you'll be able to see your, oh cool, I sold something. Um, you'll be able to see your token, right? So it'll be like, oh cool, there's my waterfallman. Now you officially own the token, no one else does, right? Um, someone could take a picture of your token. They do not own it. It's like me standing outside of your house and taking a picture of your house and being like, I own this house. No, I don't. <laughs> so it's the same process. Uh, you own it now. You can do whatever you want. You have the rights to it, everything. I'll speak more about um, you know the, um, some of the benefits of different um, things. But World of Woman, basically 50% of um, total um, profits that World of Woman makes go straight to the holders of World of Woman. So it's a pretty cool project like that. And I know it will continue to grow. It's a great long-term one. Now, um, that's really how do you how you buy your first NFT. It's pretty straightforward, right? Um, of course, if you guys want more, um, you know, more, if you have any other questions around that, you can always just you know send me a message on my Instagram that NFT podcast or send me a personal message at Coach Kizza, right? Um, all that stuff is in the show notes below, so you can go down there and you can find that stuff there. Now. I think that's just about everything. Um, yeah, it's just an exciting time with NFTs. There's so much coming. I'll do an update episode, meaning um, I'll do like a news episode. So, you know, maybe next week or something, I'll sit down and speak about all the different things that Facebook and TikTok and uh, Apple and Google are going to be doing with NFTs because they're all, all the big names. They're all doing things with NFTs. It's pretty exciting. So, yeah, um, that's essentially it. I'm just, yeah, really excited to share more about what um, my business partner and I are doing um, to help people to, um, you know, um, we're just basically making suggestions. We're not um, we're not saying that you have to. We're saying, hey, um, it might be great if this, is a good, if this is a good direction to go and then that person then goes forward and, um, you know, makes that purchase because it's not actually, you know, we're not qualified to say this is financial advice because it's not it's not financial advice right we're just simply um guiding people um step by steps to ensure that yeah they make um decisions that will um to help people make decisions that might benefit them right at the end of the day it's up to the person completely up to the person and that's the sort of process that we're going with our business so it's very exciting stuff because we want to help people make a greater impact through um because at the end of the day well um the amount of money that i have um definitely discerns some part of how much of an impact i can make for sure so that's why we want to work with people that want to make a great impact that have an aligned vision to the vision that we have so 
that's why we are doing what we're doing. So without further ado, please subscribe. All right, leave a review. Um, I've already had a fantastic human reach out to me, actually. Um, I can't remember his name. Um, I've got it somewhere there. I lost my lost it in my mind, but he messaged me. He's like, hey, man, how can I write a review? I'm like, that is so nice. You're like, you haven't figured it out and you've been able to actually come to me and you you want to go through the effort of asking me how to write a review. So thank you, sir. Um, yeah, so honestly, it takes literally two seconds all you need to do is if you scroll if you go to our main page on itunes or on spot um i think spotify does this but i know itunes does is you um you go to the main page on it and you just scroll down and when you're on the, when you scroll down you'll see sort of at the stars right they'll be empty you just click on the five of course no nah, honestly even if you give us one star and you give us a crappy review i always like feedback honestly please give me feedback it really helps um but yeah you rate it you go ahead and then you can write a little quick review hey kieran is so cool or kieran is so annoying <laughs> whatever comes to mind right of whatever um you feel truly um just write that in and then that's a review and it helps us reach more people um with this podcast so it really serves us um so even if you did that right now that'd be awesome um so yeah again if you guys have any questions just shoot them my way um yeah and if you are getting to the end of this podcast and you're like kieran but you haven't told me how to sit, um you know set myself up and like you know on OpenSea and um on metamask and you know my, what's what's this wallet thing what's this token thing what's this ebay of you know um nfts and that sort of thing but again just go and listen to the um, episode one and two and i explain all that stuff because yeah um, if i keep repeating myself then people that already know that stuff will get annoyed with me so yeah hope that helps I uh, love you guys and I look forward to talking to you next time about great low tier investments to make. Woo! See you next time.